that that would probably take out approximately two months off of a production timeline um, of, a, of a, a real prototype. So you're really, really, you're, you know, you're making everything efficient and you're being as lean as you possibly can be. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Strategy Show. Super excited about this. Oliver Goffe in the house. Entrepreneur, super successful, designing watches that are bought across the globe. And uh, we want to know from him because I know that he found out how to build wonderful stuff fast and ship it fast. So prototyping, prototyping, prototyping. And this is what everybody currently wants to learn, wants to do, needs really to do. So, and in software, people know it since ages. Uh, it's the agile methodologies, it's the Scrum. But how do you do it when it's not software? Oliver, welcome. Thank you, thank you very much, Simon. What's your experience? How can, how did you uh, find out how to create wonderful stuff fast and ship it fast? <laughs> Um, the first, the first tool that, that we find incredibly valuable, um, and I'm sure there's multiple tools out there. Uh, the one that we use is called Fusion 360. Um, it's very much a three-dimensional conceptualizing tool. Um, so what it allows us to do is it allows us to design a watch on screen, um, completely three-dimensional, and then look at that watch not only from every possible angle that you can imagine but you can put it in any environment that you'd like to put it in and look at it again in any angle. Now, for watches, that's quite important. For example, um, the, you want to make sure the watch is legible during very, very sunny uh, days. Um, so you can put the watch in the middle of a field on a beautiful sunny day to make sure that the, the refraction through the crystal is, is good and that the, the timing is very legible. And then the same, and you can put it in an environment which is dark and, and nighttime, perhaps a, you know, New York subway type environment. And again, you can really understand how that watch performs in that environment. And so for us, it's an incredibly valuable tool to have that we are, even before we have prototyped something, we already know what it looks like on the wrist, on a desk, out there in the open, or inside, in whatever scenario you can possibly imagine. Beautiful, because um, many people think, oh, I could never start this and this business, I need so much capital, I need so much um, machines, I need so much that and that. Do you want to make your sales more repeatable and reliable? Do you want to have less volatility and more growth in your revenue per month? At Strategy Sprints, we do only one thing. Strategy in Sprints. Strategy means more revenue through a better offer. Doing it in sprints means having more energy in your team every week. Check out if your ROI is as high as it is for most service-based and online businesses and startups we work with, which is over 100%. You can see yours in just 15 minutes by going to strategysprints.com sales and completing our exercise to know what your ROI would be with our accelerator program. We are ready to sprint. Are you? So how did you how did you find out how to prototype? What was the what was the initial discovery? 
what did you try and test and, and, and when was the moment where you said, okay, that's, that's, how, that's how we can do it fast? Um, so my co-founder, Gordon, um, he was one of the first people, or rather he worked for one of the first people in the UK um, to get a 3D printing machine. So he actually at the time worked for an architectural firm. So they bought it to produce um, scaled down versions of the buildings that they were working on. Well, we used that knowledge to help us in developing 3D prototypes of all of our watches. So the first thing we do is once we're happy with that conceptualizing um, program that, that everything is right, we will then get that watch off to a 3D printer, we use something called selective laser sintering. Um, this allows us to produce the product. It's obviously a non-functioning product, but everything about it, and one of the key elements of a watch, as you can imagine, is size. Size on the wrist, how thick it is, how it sits on the wrist. You can even attach straps to these prototypes and wear them, even though they don't tell the time. Um, but what we're able to do with this is we're able to turn around a concept to a to a, a genuine prototype within about five to seven days. It's incredibly cost effective. It's incredibly fast, and for us, that that would probably take out approximately two months off of a production timeline um, of a of a, a real prototype. So you're really, really, you're, you know, you're making everything efficient and you're being as lean as you possibly can be. This is super interesting because, as you say, the, the, the prototype doesn't work and it doesn't need to work no. for a prototype because this is something that I've, I find really confusing about the word minimum viable product. So people think it needs to be viable, like for a watch that would be a working watch that you, that you carry around on your wrist, like for real, for one week. And it's not true. The minimum viable product is just what's the smallest thing that you can give somebody to use so that you can observe the reaction. So, and, and this is really interesting from a marketing standpoint. So obviously for the watch, the most important thing is not even that it works. You are testing other things first because it will work and that will be required. But this is not the one feature that is the most critical when people think of buying this or another watch. So what is it really that you're trying to test and, and how do you test it? Um, I mean, in regards to the, the, what we're testing with, a, with that sort of prototype, is, it, it, it's all about whether that product is, is what we expected it to be in regards to the size and the shape and the look and the feel. And um, I can go into a lot of detail with watches, but even though the angled sides of the case, um, they may taper from 42 mil to 40 mil and, and understanding if that decision was the right decision to make. And if the product follows all of the, the, the initial sort of objectives you had for that product, we we do prototype other elements of the of the watch as well, such as dials and cases and things. Um, we actually set those product, uh, prototype runs up at a very very early stage, um, so that you you do get the physical weight, for example, of maybe the case, so you, you get a better understanding of the color that's on the dial. Um, but really, to speed things up, to make things as efficient as possible, you don't need to do all of that. You don't need to just just prototype a complete working watch you need to prototype as, as really as your decisions need to be made. Um, 
one of the, in our industry, one of the, the things that takes the longest to make is the actual movement itself. Um, and you're governed a little bit by how long those movements take to make. But what that allows you to do is it gives you a window of time where you're able to prototype um, and get to a point where you're incredibly happy with the product, you're, everything's working well, so that you can move immediately to, to mass production as quickly as possible. Beautiful. So I hear from the outset that you can optimize hundreds of features, the weight, the temperature, the color, the context, whatever. So how do you find out which one or two or three of the features are the real buying criteria for your audience right now? and then go and optimize that? Uh, so it's a very good question. We, we don't do huge amounts of market research to understand what our customers want. Um, since day one, really, what we have done is we've designed products that we believe will resonate with people like, like us, I suppose. Um, and so what we actually do, which is a little bit um, probably contradictory to many businesses like us, is. We don't really get too involved in the in the industry, the watch industry. We don't attend watch fairs. Uh, we don't do any of that. What that allows us to do is it gives us a bit of um, independence. Uh, we don't we don't follow trends um, so much. Um, that allows us to be able to create and design um, and create things that are completely um, well, not completely. A watch is, is still a watch, but completely unique to what's sort of going on in the market. And I think by doing that. That is one of the key elements of what the customer sees in our product is that it's not necessarily something that's in the market at the moment. Um, as you may well know in the watch industry, many watches are homages to other watches. Well, we don't do anything like that really. And so for us, I think one of the key elements and the key um, um, sort of interest points of our customer is that the products we're creating are pretty unique um, in, in the marketplace. Beautiful. Where can people buy your watches? Well, we are actually uh, just exclusively online. Um, if you happen to be in Scotland, you can pop into our office, but uh, we are online at marlowwatchcompany.com um, or you could just Google Marlow Watch Company and uh, yeah, you can take a look at the products and if there's anything you want to know, drop us a line and we can, we can answer you as quickly as possible. Beautiful, Oliver. Is there something I forgot to ask? <laughs> I don't think so. Um, no, I think we covered everything. I mean, this is, you know, this is what it is for us. And this element, this, this, this section that we're discussing, this prototyping is key to any business, whether you are making software, hardware, whatever it may be, never go to market with a product that you don't know enough about. We, when we're, by the time we're pressing the button on, on production, we know everything about our product and it's, it's absolutely vital. Do not underestimate this, this part of your, your business. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Oliver, for your generosity in sharing your experience, your knowledge. And it's, it's so valuable for us when we have real entrepreneurs sharing the real journey. Thank you so much. No problem, Simon. Thank you. Keep rolling. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. We all know that working in sprints is better but how do we know what to work on? You're in luck because we have a 15 minute exercise that will give you complete clarity on where to take your project next. Go to strategysprints.com sales to complete our short exercise and meet one-on-one -on -one with an expert sprint coach to identify your number one bottleneck.